fighting to combat tyranny, one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. Hello folks, this is Dan with uh, Badger State Resistance. Justin is unavailable this morning. Apparently he's got a meeting that he has to go to and uh, I guess he might have a long drive, so he asked me to jump in for him. Uh, He sent me last night an email that I received and uh, thought I'd go ahead and uh, uh, read it. It has a little bit to do with Justin's uh, podcast yesterday. It says, hi, Justin. Thanks for the info in yesterday's show. I was an LEO, for those of you who don't know, law enforcement officer here in Wisconsin and a lifelong Democrat. I voted Democrat in every election and even for Obama the first time around. My daughter went to UW-Milwaukee, and she challenged me to a reading exercise. I would read right-leaning books she picked, and she would read left-leaning books that I picked. After each book, we would get together and discuss what we liked and didn't like. I figure her mother put her up to this, Um, but since our divorce... I would do anything to be able to talk and spend time with my daughter. So I agreed. Turns out I've always been a conservative and I didn't, I didn't think much of it or know better. Um, he goes on, he says, uh, you know, in Ripon, Wisconsin, March 20th, 1854, the Republican Party was founded. I read the Republican platform of 1856 and found no mention of monetary funds needed to be endorsed by the party. I also didn't find where the state lead, where state leaders should provide seed money to obvious upcoming candidates. So why would WRP mention money requirements for candidates if they did not seed them all with an influx of cash like Robin Voss did with Rebecca Clayfish. Sounds more like the selected and not elected to me. Anyways, I appreciate Badger State Resistance. Keep them coming. John. Well, John, uh, good point. Maybe the WRP will reach out to us and let us know when Robin Voss will be sending each candidate 30 grand. You know, so it doesn't look like favoritism. (laughs) but don't hold your breath. Thanks, John. Appreciate the email. Um, Anyways, a quote of the day. Those who give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Benjamin Franklin. Man, you know, I just love reading about our founding fathers. Harbortown Crafts, folks. Um, You know, if you got anything that you need for your home, that needs to be personalized, you know, decor, that kind of stuff, I'd reach out to them. They're great. You need something for your business, party, um, event, whatever, you know. If it needs to be personalized, these are the folks to go to. Um, I would reach out to them. You can go to Facebook and message them at Harbortown Crafts or email them and ask them, you know, a couple of questions, see if you guys can – Come to an agreement, ask them if they've got what you're looking for, and uh, hopefully you guys can uh, do some business. They're Wisconsin-based, out of Manitowoc, and uh, so it's good to, you know, 
help out our local businesses. Reach reach them reach them at harbortowncrafts1231 at gmail.com. Harbortowncrafts1231 at gmail.com. Now today's podcast um, name, I'm gonna give it a name. I'll probably get in trouble. Oh well hopefully not. Let's hope the First Amendment means something. So I'm gonna call it Commander slash murderer in chief. Hmm. So did you know if you're, you know, especially, you know, I mean, Democrats, did you know that the Washington Post ABC uh, news poll found that while 86% of Democrats have received at least one COVID-19 vaccine shot, only 45% of Republicans have. And then Bookings, a Gallup poll uh, survey released on September 29th, 2021, um, in mid-September, states that 75% of Americans, American adults, have been vaccinated. So here's my question. I mean, I, I, I thought I at one point they said that, you know, we needed to have, I don't know, what was it? 50% or 60% so that herd immunity would kick in and one thing or another. You know, don't quote me on that, but I thought I remembered something like that. But with so many vaccinated, why do they continue the hard pressure, the hard sell for all of us to get vaccinated by a Democrat-led government if those who remain unvaccinated are Republicans? By by far, you know, much fewer Republicans versus uh, Democrats. Um, I mean, why don't they call it a day and let the unvaxxed die? You know, they're always, oh, gerrymandering the, you know, the maps and this, that, and the other. Well, let us die. Then you don't have to worry about it, you know? So quit pushing the vax. <clears throat> <coughs> And then all we hear in the press is that the MVAX are the ones dying. So, I mean, again, I mean, if we're dying, you don't have to worry about, you know, district maps or anything else. Just let us die. You don't care about us. We know that. I mean, why not let the insurrectionists die? You know, so. I mean, we don't control the media. No, it's all leftist control pretty much. Unless you go to alternative media. And then they know that Republican representatives are not pushing back all that hard. And, uh, you know, and then they also know that the likelihood of unvaxxed folks at this point in the game probably not going to get vaxxed. I mean, you've threatened our jobs. And and some of us would, had no choice. You know what? Got a family, got to do it. And, uh, and went for the vax. You've offered money. Tickets to the games. I mean, who knows what you've offered. So, I mean, why do you continue the hard push? And I'll tell you why. Because they need a bad guy to blame for the high number of breakthrough infections. I mean, if the vaccinated are getting infected, 
they've got to be able to blame somebody. They can't blame the vaccine because they're invested in it. So they've got to blame somebody. Remember, 75% of adults, according to the polls, are vaccinated. So it's that 25% of Americans that are left that are causing the problem, you know? But even if they realized, which I know they have, that, uh, you know, um, it's not the unvaccinated, they've got midterm elections coming. And they can't afford a scandal of knowingly killing or sickening or having their, um, their the people that voted for them um you know, you know, say, hey, guys, sorry, we screwed up. I mean, they got midterm elections. So, you know, political careers, that's important. So they stay quiet. Maybe after the midterms, they'll start toning it down a little bit. But until then, you, the unvaccinated or not the fully vaccinated, you're the problem. You're what's, you know, tearing this country apart. They can't tell the crazies in the party. You know, like every time we've seen those burnings of the cities, you know, and the murders and the, the, you know, injuries and the property damage and all of that stuff. I mean, they can't let those crazies that'll get on a bus and travel halfway across the country that they messed up. (laughs) Those crazies will then go crazy on them. So they stay quiet. Because imagine the chaos. So the Democrat Party and our silent Republicans, you know, they let the lie go on. I mean, maybe because they're being blackmailed. I don't know. Or maybe they're being fed doses of the unimaginable. You know? Or maybe they're having their pockets fed by the vaccine industry. I don't know. I mean, the media, they've stayed somewhat quiet about the U.S. involvement in the COVID gain of function under the direction of Anthony Fauci abroad and in the U.S. They've also remained quiet about, a, about the DOD DMED docs, you know, the, the, the medical information of our service men and women that was leaked where it showed adverse effects to the vaccine, you know, in some cases, three, four, five hundred, two thousand percent in some cases, you know, with infertility, cancers, and so much more, you know? I mean, has ideological madness engulfed the left more than usual? I mean, they're so vested. And continuing the lie. I mean, the silence of the woke community is deafening. And it's really mostly because of social media. I mean, they continue to block the week, the week of mind of their only source of information. So they keep them stupid. So why do I really say murderer in chief? Well, he did say in September of 2021, we've been patient, 
but our patience is wearing thin. Your refusal has cost us all. Hmm. Well, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention, you're not fully vaccinated until 14 days after, you know, you know, after your second injection. You know, in the case of Pfizer and Moderna, over 80% of the deaths occurred within that window. <laughs> yeah, so hide that. So in other words, if you receive the one dose of Pfizer or Moderna and uh, develop a symptomatic uh, COVID-19, get admitted to a hospital and die, you know, from COVID, you're counted as unvaccinated. If you receive two doses, still 14 days after that. And you're still counted. If you, if you die or, you know, stay sick during that 14 days, you're still counted as unvaccinated. So the murderer-in-chief covers up 80% of hospitalizations and deaths that'll be, that are happening to those who receive the almighty vaccine. I mean, he's killing our fellow Americans in numbers. <coughs> we have a nation have crossed oceans to stop the evildoers who kill the innocent. I mean, we have. So they keep doubling down and doubling down. I mean, let's just go to July of 2021. I mean, that was eight months ago. And they released data, you know, through, uh, what was that, VAERS, V-A-E-R-S um, system. And, uh, you know, from December 14th, 2020 through June 25th, 2021 and even beyond that there's been a even bigger push i think for the the jab and they had a total of 411,931 adverse events that were reported with these covid uh, vaccines including 6985 deaths now i think it's over 7000 now on that system and then they claim, oh, yeah, but only 34,065 were serious injuries. Wow. Do you know, I mean, to give it a little perspective here, World War II deaths of service members was 420,000. Okay. Now, they claim that this, this is the worst and the worst. Okay. So they claim, they've reported that in the U.S. to date, there's been 907,000 deaths because of COVID. Okay. So, I mean, they're saying that 0.279 of U.S. citizens have been reportedly killed by COVID versus the 0.0003 World War II service member deaths. So, here we are with a surprising... Number And although in World War II, we fought on many fronts to get rid of an evil. Yet this administration will not look at any other front except the jab. That's it. That's all he's got. He's not willing to open his ears and eyes and kind of look around and say, God, what else is there? You know, so the war on COVID is just the jab. That's all we have. I mean, imagine going to war and you say, okay, well, dude, all you have is uh, 
a BB gun, you know, and uh, that's all you got. I mean, how are you going to win? You know, if you don't let anybody else develop, you know, a bigger caliber gun, obviously a BB gun, you know what I mean. <clears throat> but let's not talk. I mean, those are the deaths. I mean, we're not talking about the jab injuries and those sadly, sadly will live with pain the rest of their lives, whose lives have been changed, you know. So they keep pushing this single front fight against COVID, you know. I mean, they're making money, you know, and they're pushing a ineffective and harmful. And now, wait, so now they want to go ahead and push it on five-year-olds and up. I mean, so we've had the problem with these Poor individuals, you know, injuries, maybe some slight and some adverse, I mean, serious events, and then, of course, the deaths. And in my previous podcasts, I've talked about how so many people have died, you know, uh, are elderly after the jab. So this uh, murderer-in-chief, he's pushing a short-term ideological war, really, supported by weak-minded leftist dog politicians. I mean, not looking out for the future, but rather their personal immediate careers. I mean, and while he and the rest of them keep pushing this, who knows what the long-term effects will be? I mean, many of these dogs, I mean, they're old and frail, and they'll probably pass away sometime soon. So while they're six feet under and maybe not feeling much, but hopefully the flames of hell, you know, our children and children and their children may be fighting the effects of this vax for generations. You know, in Europe, I mean, imagine this. And one report said it's underreported, but they're saying, hey, they had 38,983 dead. And as far as injuries, they had three and a half million. That's through January 29th of 2022. Okay, now they have 100 million more people in the European Union than we do here in the U.S. Okay, and we're claiming, you know, 18,461 deaths and uh, um, 135,400, I think is one of the latest numbers that I could find of injuries, and that's reported, you know, from the COVID jab, you know. So in Europe, it's 0.789% of the European Union. They got the jab, has these, you know, adverse effects. But in the U.S., it's 0.041 for jab injuries. For the same vaccination, it's a big difference. So certainly it's underreported. If they think it's underreported in Europe at 0.789%, and here we are at 0.041, obviously. So you decide. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, the air 
in our country is different. The water is different in our country. I don't know. I don't know. So you got to ask, are we being lied to? Are we being killed? Or do we bury our heads in the sand and just hope for the best? You know, I would uh, suggest that our local, state, and federal politicians representing us do what Senator Ron Johnson is doing. And he's asking the hard questions. He is. He's going out and saying, hey, guys, these leaked uh, DOD reports are upsetting. And then he's finding people that uh, know about that, whistleblowers. Okay. Now, you remember, you know, the Kavanaugh boy, he's a whistleblower of a girl, lady who doesn't remember where, doesn't remember anything about the event. But no, Kavanaugh raped her. And that was like, whoa, all over the place. I mean, they're saying that 900,000 of Americans have been killed by COVID. Now we have whistleblowers from the DOD coming out with the DMED report saying that all these adverse effects that are seniors, huge numbers. I mean, I'm talking like 50,000 almost died within, uh, you know, that 14 days of getting the, the injection. But no, no, they don't want to talk to those whistleblowers because ideologically they need to keep the lie going because it's, you know, midterm elections. I mean, God forbid you lose the House and the Senate, guys, over telling the truth. And then shame on Republicans that are just sitting by and hoping to, you know, ride a, a you know, a red wave. Because a lot of people are just not interested in red waves and blue waves. They just want the truth. They want their politicians to stand up and say enough is enough. So, anyways, folks, continue to reach out to us. at You can reach out to me at 1848BSRDan at gmail.com, on Facebook at BSRDan, on Getter at BSRDan. And I will be back on Friday. Take care.